Hello and welcome to Manners Matter 2. This is not your grandma's etiquette. This is real life practical conversations on how to be your best self. Your hosts are myself, Rachna Adianthaya, founder of Create My Change, which focuses on business etiquette, image and personal development coaching. My co-host is Julia Estevi Boyd, international etiquette and protocol consultant with a focus on teaching real life skills important for your professional and your personal success. Hi, Julia, are you there? Hi, I'm here. How are you? Good. Um, how are things in Hong Kong? Things are great. The weather's cooling ever so slightly, so it's only 30 degrees. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little bit more bearable. Oh, that's good. Well, that's good. Um, it, yeah, we had a pretty chilly day here in Virginia too, and um, it was a real shock because we um, woke up and, you know, I was getting the kids to the school bus and everyone was in t-shirts and we had to rush back in to get our jumpers on um so anyway it's it's certainly feeling a bit autumnal now i'm ready for autumn but i don't think there's going to be a great change here to be honest <laughs> yeah i'm not sure apparently it's going to go back in up into the 80s for the rest of the week so <laughs> i'm not sure how long this the, I, i'm actually really enjoying the slightly cooler spell sort of over the summer if you can say that. it's funny because I always look forward to every season I mm-hmm. you know, when it's sort of summer I look forward to autumn autumn I look forward to winter and so on and being here it's very strange knowing that there's not such a huge contrast as it is in Switzerland so yeah. it's slowly going to cool down a little bit and there might be a few sort of cooler days but it's never going to be this huge distinct difference between the seasons no, I, and that's hard. I, I've been in the same situation. And it is hard because it's just what you're used to. Um, and then you move back to a place that has four seasons and you're like, yeah, I could have done with a longer summer <laughs> or something. Um, but anyway, today we are talking all about hosting. And, well, in particular, if you're invited to a dinner party, what's the appropriate... Um, etiquette, gifting, what, you know, how how do you um, make the best impression? So um, I thought I'd hand it over to you, given that you have um, much experience in this. <laughs> well, I think it's a it's a it's you know coming into sort of the season of you know celebration and and you know dinner parties and families getting together. So the, this sort of encompasses a huge variety of scenarios that um, that you can come across. It can be formal dinner parties, it can be informal, and there's the potential for, you know, so many, so many problems. And you want to be invited back, don't you? You don't want to sort of leave a, a bad impression. So yeah. I think there's, there's actually so many things that we could talk about. We could make a variety of different podcasts about all the subjects, <laughs> all the different so, areas. Yeah. Well, let's start with the timing because, I mean, if you've been invited to a dinner party, for example, um, what is – and say you've been invited around um, for, I don't know, 630 What's acceptable? I mean, how late? I know people say you need to be fashionably late, but not when you're at someone's home. Mm. 
this can be a tricky one and I think it very much depends on the, the circumstances and also the culture because different cultures have different um, sort of expectations. But the one thing that I would say never to do is never to turn up early because I have experienced that a few times that I've been preparing, making my final preparations and I'm not quite ready myself and then some guests arrive. And oh. it's just, you know, it throws you off your, your guard and then you have, you're, di- you're distracted from doing what you want to be doing, your finishing touches or, or getting yourself ready. And then you have to entertain these guests and, you know, offer them a drink and get them settled. And you feel awkward perhaps having to leave them alone for a moment. And it, it's something I think as a guest that you need to think about. Just don't turn up early. This happened to my mother once as well. And the, she, I was very young very young and I remember we were having this they were having this dinner party evening and some guests arrived about an hour early and my mother was you know in her dressing gown and she had her hair in rollers and she was finishing off things in the kitchen and she my father uh, she was in a state of panic so my father opened the front door my mother went out the back and round the the oh, garden, yeah. and she yeah. sneaked back in the front door and went up the stairs, so they didn't see her. <laughs> oh my, wow! My dad took them away to uh, to another room. Gosh. And um, yeah, it's just uh, that's I would say that's one of the one of the don'ts. And when it comes to how late is acceptable, I think generally, you know, maybe ten minutes is okay. Uh, in Switzerland, normally, uh, guess if you if you invite somebody for seven pm, they will arrive at seven pm. You know, seven o one yeah. or seven o two. I would expect I, I would expect that from the Swiss. Yeah, the time keep, keep, time keep <laughs> Yeah, time absolutely. Yeah. Whereas perhaps um, you know in the UK, then yeah, maybe it can be ten minutes or or fifteen maybe, but I wouldn't push it as far as as thirty minutes. And the reason is that. The person that's invited you has gone to a lot of trouble preparing, planning, and they maybe have, you know, dishes in the oven and they have prepared um, sort of an aperitif and they, they have a, a certain sense of order for for the occasion. And then if you arrive that late, you're sort of throwing things off balance. And yeah, that can, it can be, you know, it can just make a host um, feel a little bit not so much awkward but just you're adding potentially adding a little bit of stress so yeah no I agree with the don't turn up early um one hour early seems very excessive um but yeah and and I think don't I would say if they say it's 6 30 then 6 6 40 is a good time um it gives you know, gives the hostess a bit of time to um, put the finishing touches on. And, and as you say, um, I think even like 15 to 20 minutes, you're fine because most people, by the time they parked up and, you know, got out and you've greeted them, the hostess probably knows that there's a good 20 minute lag time um, before she serves. But I have a friend who always turns up early, always 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 and then she'll sit in the driveway she won't come it she won't come in she'll just sit in the driveway um and wait and sometimes I will see the car and I will think 
I'm not ready yet. Um, and I'll just continue <laughs> on. Um, and other times if I am, I'll just say, come in. Um, but what's your take on that? Because I was thinking it does put pressure on you if you see the car outside and you're not ready yet because you're suddenly thinking, Oh gosh, she's sitting outside. Um, if you are early, should you park up somewhere else and then drive on in at a more acceptable time? If if you can, yes. But from the perspective of being a, of being a host, if you saw a car arrive, then potentially you, you can just ignore it and you can just carry on doing what you're doing. And when they arrive, uh, you can say, oh, I saw you pulled up a little bit earlier. I thought you were on a call or I didn't have a chance to come out and greet you. You know, you can say something like that, but don't feel obligated to go out and and yeah. invite them in early. Yeah, I mean, I never... I don't because this person is aware that they're early, so they're not ringing on my doorbell. And clearly, they you know they just are very prompt people. Um, but at the same time, you know the the times I have seen that car there, I'm like, oh. And sometimes it can be quite a lot earlier. Um, so it does, even if you know that you don't have to go out. Um, and you don't have to invite them in, and they are aware of that too. It's almost nice if they could just park up somewhere else and then come in. I just think it would, um, it just eases your your stress levels just as you, because it's, everything's always so last minute, it's with me anyway. Um, no, I actually quite like it when my guests are a little late. <laughs> just yeah, I know. Oh, they're not here yet. I've still got a few yeah, minutes. me too. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how organized I think I am, uh, I still. I still sort of get that feeling that, oh, great, they're, you know, they're still got five more minutes and they're not Absolutely. here. Absolutely, yeah. And actually, um, talking about, you know, arriving in someone's home, what typically it's nice to give the hostess a gift because he, or host or hostess, sorry, because um, they've gone to so much trouble to cook for you. I, I know, like, a very obvious gift is wine or chocolate or flowers. But here's a really, I, I love this tip. A friend of mine always gets me um, flowers, but she gets them in a vase. So I don't have to worry about putting the flowers in a vase because that's an, an extra step into in your prep and everything else. So they're always a really you know, pretty bouquet and she's, she's either got them in a, in a vase or they're in one of those cellophane, you know, like the little baggies that, yeah. that stay. And, and that's just really helpful, I think, um, because you don't, you can accept them and they're beautiful and you can just place them and you don't have a load of things to do on top of your cooking or your preparing, whatever you're doing. Um, so I always thought that was really kind and really considerate. It is. I think it's a really great idea because there's nothing worse than having to run around and put, um, you know, flowers in a vase. It's okay. So one person brings you a bouquet of flowers. You can pop them in a vase, some water mm-hmm. quickly. But if lots of people do that, then it's a bit stressful. I had a, a dinner party uh, a few years ago and, I think about 
seven people bought me bunches of flowers and I was like oh my oh, goodness wow. and um, I had all these flowers I didn't have enough vases I had to put something in a bucket and um, it, it was just overwhelming because I had all you know what am I going to do with these things and I can't attend to my guests because I've got to sort out these flowers yeah, that's so you hard. can't just throw them in the sink and then you need to use your sink so yeah it's, it's just an added stress so I think it's a great idea to to do that um and yes I don't think you should ever turn up empty-handed uh, it's always nice to take something but it's nice also to think outside the box a little bit rather than mm. wine or chocolates I think you know there's lots of alternatives that you can do you can take you know um some pickles or something a food item that they can have the next day somebody brought me something that I could have for breakfast um it was um cinnamon rolls homemade cinnamon oh, rolls and delicious. she brought these and she said I brought these for you for tomorrow morning so you don't have to oh, breakfast that's nice. thought, oh that was lovely it's a really nice gift um and wine is is sometimes tricky depending on mm. how well you know your host and how um you know what kind of wine you're, you're you're taking because they may feel obligated to open it but they may have already chosen a nice wine to yeah. complement their meal so it's obviously it's fine to take wine but i would suggest if you take a bottle of wine say oh this is you know you don't need don't, it's not for today it's for you to enjoy later and that takes yeah that's off. important yeah that's really important because um often the host will have already picked out their wine um and so it adds that extra layer of should I open the wine that you've given me. Um, I think I think thinking outside the box is, is great. I get um, – I've had, like, fun tea towels and, um, like, cool napkins. And there are just, you know, nice candles. All those sort of things are actually really nice gifts without having to sort of think about the wine and the chocolate, which is – like you say, it's pretty obvious, um, but it's also lovely, you know. Yeah. I got some really lovely napkins and um, they were just, they're beautiful. And I, I remember thinking, what a great gift because I, I use them. Mm, yes. um, and, you know, I don't know. I was, is there anything else that you've had that you thought, oh, that's, well, that's a really gave, nice Well, somebody, somebody gave me a plant once and um, oh, yeah. I think it's a nice idea. Unfortunately, it died because at that time I was never really good with plants. <laughs> I had a habit of killing them all. Now I'm much better, actually. I have uh, had quite a few and they, they've survived. So it might seem like a good idea to give somebody a plant, but just take a moment to think if that person has green fingers or not. I know. If it's like me and um, plants are not not particularly brilliant either. So don't get me a plant. Yes. <laughs> Um, I know and then um now every I should say everyone but many people have food intolerances and as a host I always check with my guests beforehand but if you have a food intolerance and let's just say that the host doesn't reach out which has happened I always do give them a heads up um that I not to not for them to change their menu, but just say, listen, I don't want to change your menu, but I just can't eat this. Please just so that you know, um, if you are going to serve it, that's fine. I just, mm -hmm. I won't be able to participate in eating it. Um, I think it's really helpful. Um, what's your thoughts on I agree. I agree. Normally a host should 
should ask, you know, are there any allergies? Because, you know, it can be a, a dangerous thing. Uh, and I think it's polite to ask, but mm-hmm. if they forget or they don't, or they've just sort of informally invited you without any invitation or anything like that, then I would definitely contact them and say, "Now, you don't say, well, actually, I don't like, <sighs> I don't like this or that, but yeah. you can say, I can't eat fish. Uh, I hope that's okay. I just wanted to let you know, mm-hmm. or I'm a vegetarian or I'm a vegan. This Is this going to be a problem? I can bring something um to to help you out so you don't you know have to worry about preparing a vegan meal for me this sort of kind of thing but I think it's important to to let them know yeah and don't lie if you don't like something there's a difference between being intolerant and lying about um being intolerant so if you say oh I'm a vegan because you just don't you know you just don't fancy eating chicken that night or whatever and then they catch you eating chicken it just will happen that will happen yeah out on your lies um so so be truthful is what i'm saying and if and the other thing it's hard to navigate is um so often not people on different diets and so it's it's a short-term thing and if you tell your hosts um or your hosts ask at least they can accommodate you somewhat um but if you haven't told your host and you are you've just embarked on a on a new diet and you have been invited somewhere do you sit there and say no to everything and just look a bit rude or do you just eat it up i i know personally if it's been me and i've had some i've had to cut something um i will just graciously accept it and eat what I'm given because you know I don't want to look rude um but yeah I was just interested in your in your view well I think the golden rule that I say is if you're served or offered food by someone you're not obliged to eat it you're not obliged to eat every single thing you can find a discreet way of not eating it so that it won't offend your host, you can just sort of politely decline something before it's on your plate. So if it's on your plate already, then you don't have to eat it. But don't draw attention to the fact that you're not eating it because that's just kind of rude and um, they might feel a bit sort of embarrassed. Um, and, you know, it was quite interesting that um, Queen Elizabeth, she was um, she was visiting, I think it was Belize, um in the 1980s and she was served rat which is a delicacy there um and she obviously knew what it was and she just pushed it around her plate and ate everything else and you know if she can do it then so (laughs) so can we (laughs) i think if she can do it though she's the only one that's allowed to do it um but no I, i hear i hear what you're saying and the difficulty comes, and I get, like, if it's like you're off potatoes or something, no one's going to care. I mean, it's a side. If it's the main course, mm. like, let's say the main course is lasagna, <laughs> you've decided you just can't eat lasagna for that week. Um, it, and there's, there's a side, there's a small salad that goes around. Um do you, do you just think you accept the lasagna and push it around your... Won't it be a bit obvious that you haven't eaten? 
any yeah, lasagna. That, yeah, of course, in that kind of situation it would be, but it, a lot of it depends um, on whether you're serving yourself, which is great if you can self serve yourself, which I yeah. do a lot when I entertain. I let everybody just help themselves so they can pick and choose right. um, what they want. Um, but if the host is serving you, you can say, oh, mm. can you just give me a very, very small portion, please? And yeah. um, then take extra salad. And then, you know, again, you can try and eat a couple of mouthfuls and hide it with the salad a little bit without drawing attention <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you can possibly eat it, then eat it, but just don't, yeah. eat, very, eat, don't eat very much. And you can see. Yeah. Um, and also, if somebody serves you a food, that, um, a plate that's already plated with food, then again, you're not obliged to eat everything on it. Um, yeah. It's nice to try everything on it, but you know, some people are hungrier and have larger appetites, and some people um, are the opposite. But when you serve yourself something, um, if all the let's say all the all the serving dishes are on the on the table, and you're serving yourself, then you should eat everything that you've put on your plate, because otherwise that's wasteful. Uh, and even if you don't like it, but you know that's why it's always much better to take smaller portions because you can go back for seconds. Yeah, it's not a buffet, a free fall buffet where you just try everything and then you exactly. know they take the plates away. Um, I think that's that's really good, and I you know I've always just taken the rule that if I'm on a you know if you're on a diet or something, I actually think it's nicer to tell the person because. You know, the hostess or host has gone through a lot of effort to make a meal. And actually, I always feel like I'm slightly, I do, I'm aware of if people aren't eating, I always think, oh gosh, I, I hope that was all right. Or was it not very nice? Or, um, and I, I'd rather know that they're just not eating a, a portion, a big portion, because they're, you know, they're watching calories or they're, they're you know, go on keto, whatever they're doing. Um, is that isn't a direct hit on my cooking. <laughs> um, that's just me personally, though. And no, I know. I agree. Um, I agree, though. Do you know, my husband never eats dessert. Well, very, very, very rarely. He's, he is a sort of, um, how would I say, He's ha he has a delicate stomach. So he just for whatever reason doesn't really ever eat desserts and he always never tells anybody before but because I, th I think also it's less it's less important when mm -hmm. it comes to something like yeah. dessert but when dessert um is being served he says oh I, i'm going to skip i don't i don't ever eat dessert and everybody's always fine they go oh really oh never you don't like chocolate. Yeah. and then he says no 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 and then he just explains no the reason why and says yeah. no i just don't but and if you say oh, i never I never eat dessert. It's not your particular dessert. It's not like, yeah, I eat dessert for you know, lunch exactly. and dinner and, and I just am not eating your dessert. Exactly. Um, it's, it's a difference. Um, I, my husband doesn't eat dessert either. Uh, he sometimes will order one and he'll, you know, have a spoon just for company. But no, he's not. A, I wish I was like that. <laughs> and what would you do if you were served something and you put it in your mouth and you really hated it? You really hated it. Would you just eat it, or would you try and discreetly take it out of your mouth? Oh, that's <laughs> a tough one. Um, that's a really <laughs> tough one. I would, I would probably try my very best to swallow it, and mm. then I would take a big cup of water, mm. and then I would not eat it. I would choose not to eat that anymore. I, I mean, the other option would be like 
yeah, I, I don't know how you do this gracefully. You'd have to put it in your napkin or it just, it would just get messy. I would try, I'd try my best to mm. eat it and maybe, um, yeah, this Maybe has happened to me before. I've I yeah. had um, I was served some meat and I didn't realize there was this huge. It was actually I had sliced with my knife and fork and I put it in my mouth and I didn't realize it consisted of almost all sort of grizzle and fat. Wow. And I knew I knew I couldn't eat it. Um, wow. And I just you know used my fingers very you know discreetly took it out of my mouth and, and popped it in the side of my plate. And um, I think that was a sort of a good way of doing it. If I had, you know, some people um, spit food back onto their fork and then put oh, it on yeah. their plate. And I think that draws more attention to it. Some people yeah. say, what's the saying? Um, however it goes into your mouth, it should come out the same way. But I, I disagree with that because I think if you turn your fork around and then um, pop it back on, it, it's more obvious. So I think just discreetly, if you really have to take it out. I was in a restaurant very recently with my my 10 year old 11 year old daughter and um I encouraged her to try an oyster she really didn't want to it's my fault and I was saying oh, I just try just try this oyster try this oyster and so she took the oyster and then I could see in her face and she's going oh I can't eat it I can't eat it and oh like, yeah and they're so slimy it's like this it's consistent the consistency oh, the look yeah. of horror in her face and she said oh, I can't I can't I can't go to spit it and I said do not <laughs> spit that out on your plate and then she went oh, my napkin my napkin no my husband handed her a napkin I said you do not spit it into it a cloth and napkin yeah <laughs> she, oh. but she obviously didn't know what to do with it so I said just take it out with your fingers pop it back on the plate that's okay and then she was you know she had to rush away to the to the um ladies room to sort of spit and wash out her mouth oh yeah so poor, poor um, girl poor girl at least she tried at least she tried she did try that's it, it is really hard I've never had a situation where it's been so awful that I couldn't just swallow it and be done with it um I suppose I've been lucky and I don't want to say that um in case I jinx myself and um I find myself in that situation I like the idea of putting it back on your fork um the only other thing and it's hard with a cloth napkin but if it's not something like an oyster that's going to make it really messy you could potentially you know draw your napkin up and um sort of look like you're dabbing your mouth and <laughs> take it out that way but like you say if it's a cloth napkin it's, it's and it depends ideal. it depends what it is because if you if you have a piece of grizzle or mm-hmm. something you know and you put it in your napkin then what do you do with it you have to take it out your napkin at some point because if you leave it in your napkin your host will find it yeah <laughs> you would have to you'd have, you'd to, have to surreptitiously take it exactly. out, out of your napkin and put it on the side of your plate um it yeah God, these are real conundrums i don't know i know they are actually things that you don't sort of necessarily think about until they happen to you yes actually talking about happening to me um i we well i hosted in a party and this is my golden rule um we had invited some friends and um we didn't know them desperately well at that point and it was sort of getting to know people. Um, and then in during the course of the night, the um, well, one of them got very drunk and got so drunk, in fact, that, he, you know, they kind of knocked things over and it was just very awkward because it got louder. And um, 
my number one rule is yes have fun but you don't know everyone yet so probably scale back on the alcohol um and you know leave that till you are 20 years friendship (laughs) Um, but you know what I mean it's it's really hard isn't it because you people have people drink because they probably just want to feel at ease and they want that courage but um it's knowing it's knowing your limit um and it was just you know it was just all good and it's not just one occasion actually we've had it a few occasions and I always think I don't know I I always think I (laughs) I hope I never do that, but um, <laughs> I'm sure. Well, yeah. I think uh, we all have. We I'm all sure have. we all have. I'm yeah. sure we all have. I can. I yeah. can hold my hands up and say yes. I've. Yeah. Um, I've um, had a little bit too much on <laughs> too many occasions, but again, it's about knowing sort of the time and place. You can let your hair down a bit more if you're with really good friends, and yeah, they know. I think that's okay. It's fine, but um, there's you should always know sort of your your limits and if you're at a nice dinner party and you don't know everybody there you know you want to give a good impression and you want to get to know new people and you don't want to embarrass yourself or make your host feel uncomfortable because you're sort of staggering around or you're spilling the wine on the dining table um and and or you're just helping yourself (laughs) or you're just helping yourself and um, pouring pouring more wine for yourself and Uh, and things like that so it's It's just awkward it's an awkward situation I just keep yourself in check it's it's sort of a and I think also it's more the younger you are I think the more the more acceptable it is weirdly enough but when you're older it's like I feel like there's a sense of you should know better Mm -hmm. is that is that fair enough yeah (laughs) do it mean to be ageist but no but I think it's true and again it's just who you're with as well you know we have many occasions where we get together for barbecues with friends and then you know maybe one one person has too much and we'll have a laugh about it and that's okay and the next time it'll be somebody else that has a little bit too much alcohol and it's you know it's not not really a big problem but slightly different if you don't really know everybody you just don't want to give this sort of false impression and I do know that sometimes you you know some people can feel a little bit nervous Mm. uh, a little bit uncomfortable around new people and you think well this you know I have a quick you know glass of wine and it'll give me some confidence the problem is you know then you start to get a little bit confident then you have another one and another one and then you lose your inhibitions so that's when you know potential you know embarrassing situations can happen Absolutely. Is it, there is a, just a time and place, right? So yeah, just absolutely. gauge it and, um, you know, and if they're great friends and you've been friends with you, that's fine. But, mm, exactly. you, you know, um, I was, uh, the, I was hosting a dinner party not too long ago and I noticed that so many people were just on their phones texting. Oh, yeah. Um, this isn't at the, at, I wasn't at dinner, but, um, even just prior when we're having drinks and stuff. And I thought, actually, we're in a society where we're constantly checking it, whether it's checking on the babysitter or, you know, whatever it is. Um, But it can be so distracting. Then one of them was showing a text, the other one. And um, at what point is it put your phones away? Because I would say certainly when you're eating but is it put your phones away even when you're having a drink and conversing because it can overtake Mm -hmm. the whole the whole evening I think so I think when you're invited somewhere 
yeah, there's nothing wrong with taking your phone out from time to time and having a quick look. But when you start doing that, the potential is that you're going to say, oh, somebody sent me a message. Oh, so mm. I've got a, a request from LinkedIn or, oh, Instagram. And then you start to look and then why are you have, why are you there at this um, dinner party or cocktail party, whatever? You know, you're supposed to be talking to the people that you're with. And if you're doing something else, then that shows them that you're not really that interested because you've got other other things going on in your life that are more important so I think yeah it's okay from time to time yeah exactly maybe you have to check you know your babysitter or you're waiting on an important message coming through and it's fine it's about finding the balance and there's nothing worse than sitting with someone and then they you know they sort of their phone flashes they pull it up and they're sort of nodding their head as if they're still listening to you, but they can't be listening to you if they're reading their messages. You know? No, they they can't. And it's when they sort of bring out a TikTok video for everyone to watch. You're like, well, uh, yeah, it can it can overtake. Um, yeah, so it can. it's it's and sometimes it could being, be you're having a topic of conversation and you say, oh, I saw this video, or oh, let me tell you about this. Let me find the video so I can show everybody. And you do it there on the spot straight away, and you show everybody, and it's part of a story or part of a conversation. And everybody can see visually what you're talking about and have a laugh or, or whatever. But then put it away. Don't start yeah. scrolling through um, your messages or, or other content. So, yeah, no, so finding the balance, I think. It is. It's, it, there's just so many sort of, um, I think just just don't overtake the whole conversation with your phone antics and definitely um when you're sitting down to eat have your phone on silence don't put it on the table mm, um to see yeah um i know and that's that's applicable whether you're at, um at someone's home or whether you're eating in a restaurant i see that a lot in restaurants actually just everyone's on the phone and they're at the table and now people like to take photos of their food myself included I do from Mm -hmm. time to time take photos of my food but again it would depend who I was with Uh, if it was in a really nice upscale restaurant with um with uh friends you know or sort of friends maybe they're not particularly close friends I probably wouldn't and with family or closer friends, I would say, well, you know me, I'm going to photograph the food. In fact, now I've got a couple of friends that will say, oh, look at this, Julia, Julia, get your phone out, take a picture before we yeah. eat. <laughs> You're that person. I am that person. <laughs> little bit. But I have to try and do it very, very quickly because, you know, people are waiting to eat. So yeah. I just, I use a bit of caution. I do do it, but I use a bit of caution. If, if I'm going to, I do it very quickly, then I put my phone away again. And people know why, because I use some of these photos in my presentations Mm-hmm. Um, and you know talking about difficulty foods or um, dining tables this kind of thing so they know the reason why um, yeah. so it would be the same you know you could be a food blogger or, or somebody like that and people will understand but yeah. it's just that purpose it should be done very quickly and it shouldn't be used for anything else during the the meal and always let people know you know just say, oh I'm just going to take this photograph and maybe use caution if it's a hot food because, you know, yeah. it will cool down and, you know, that would be a How long do you take to do your photos? It takes me about 10 seconds. You yeah. obviously you obviously take a lot longer. <laughs> no, I'm very, I'm very careful. What I do is I just um, pull my phone out and then I just take, like, um, multiple snaps 
very quickly from a few different angles and then I don't even look at them I don't sit and check to see if they're okay yeah I just do that don't look at them and then put my phone away and then yeah, later will... I have a look um yeah. and then and then see if there's something that I can salvage quite often there isn't because I'm not the best photographer <laughs> Well, that'd be really annoying if you were like, "Hang on a minute, I'm just going to check if I've got good angle." Oh, I know exactly. So occasionally, I can I do it, um, but I certainly don't do it every single time. And I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it at a business dinner, for example, or I wouldn't do it with uh, if I was having a dinner with a lot of people that I didn't know. So if it was my husband, myself, and then I didn't know anybody else at the table, I would definitely not take my phone out. No, definitely I not. And it just yeah, phones are no go and. Unless, of course, you're in company that you know very well and it's okay um, to take pictures of feed or pictures of the group. Um, but but ca- carefully with consideration yes. to others that you're yeah, not you, disturbing them. Or... Yeah, you don't want to be, you know, taking all day and <laughs> their food gets cold. And um, it, it's also an interruption. It, it is an interruption to the... Uh, flow of the meal and everything else. So, and then the um, temptation just is be to start cautious. moving things around because there's a, a dirty glass in the background and you want to move somebody's hand out the, 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 the away. And, you know, that's just too much. It's going too far. So yeah. better, better not to. And, okay, so you've had a really good dinner party and everyone's having fun and it's getting really really late and most people have made their excuses and left but you've always got one straggler hmm. what do you do to get them out yeah that's that's a real um sort of issue sometimes because you don't want to say okay party's over time to go <laughs> but they're maybe not taking the hint so i would personally uh, suggest just Offering perhaps a last drink or um, a last tea, something like that to say, okay, let's have this um, final final drink before uh, we, we finish the evening. It's been wonderful or it's been a great evening. I'm so glad you all came. Would anyone like a last, you know, whatever, a last yeah. um, uh, digestive or a last cup of tea before uh before we, before we finish yeah and by saying a, using a word like final or last then most people will pick up on that and they know um it's the end as opposed to saying would anybody like another drink because then that seems as if well okay yeah i'll have another one yeah and it's there's no sort of end in sight yeah, and I, the other. No, I was going to say I certainly wouldn't um, get up and start sort of cleaning the kitchen or anything like that no. because that would be a bit a bit awkward. No, that could be quite quite strange. Um, the other thing that you could do is um, ask them what their plans are for the next morning. Yes, that's a good one. If they've one, got yes. an early start, um, that normally sort of jolts their memory as to, oh, yeah, no, I do have an early start. I should go. Um, but I like I like the last as well because it's it's just so hard. And it's, sometimes it can, it can be more than one person. And it's, it's tough because you don't want to sort of beat them out, but at the same time you're exhausted, mm-hmm. you've hosted, and you know, you've got a load of dishes and <laughs> clean up to do. Um, so 
I love that idea of saying it's last. Um, you can also trigger their memory into, you know, what are you doing tomorrow morning? Yeah, Any plans? Really that's a really um, good one. And you can also say, I am up early tomorrow morning yeah. because I'm doing X or Y. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a great one. Yeah. And, um, you know, just be mindful that if you are that guest, um, take a cue and, and it's better to just, you know, leave at the at the appropriate time usually after dessert or after coffee and that's sort of your indicator to get going mm-hmm. um then then sort of hang around because there's so much left to do once people have left there's you know yes. getting everything back into you know getting the dishes done and all that sort of stuff so um just be mindful um that's all i'm going to say on that but it, we've We've covered a fair bit. I think, you know, there's some good tips here on how to be a good guest. Uh, don't you think, Julia? I think, I, mean, so. I think that we could go on for hours. But I, could, I think we could. A, I think you could take one topic and, you know, like let's say timekeeping, and we could talk about it for a whole a whole uh, episode. So I think we're just sort of touched on on sort of the, the main things and the takeaway. I think is be on time, but don't be, well, within reason, but don't be early. Take a gift, try and think outside the box. Um, Tell your host if you have a problem or an allergy to food in advance if they haven't asked. And um, just sort of be mindful of when the evening comes to an end. Don't overstay your welcome because you might not be invited back. As always, thank you for listening. We love hearing from you. If you have any topics or suggestions that you would like to be covered, please reach out to us at Manners Matter 2 or follow us on Instagram and Facebook and you can subscribe on the links below. See you next time and remember, be nice and Manners Matter 2.